Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? This is BC uh, coming at you with another podcast episode. I know I've been hitting you with a lot recently. I've been adding more interviews to, to go on top of the two episodes that I do a week. Uh, I'll get right into it. Shout out to Team BC, shout out to Monitor Success, and shout out to all the other sponsors of the podcast. But we have Roberto here. He's Southeast Regional Member in Atlanta, Georgia for Team BC. You guys, if you watch the video <clears throat> and follow the process on that sweet mansion that we sold in uh, Georgia, this handsome young man had his sign in the front, and he was our local rep there who officially put it on the market and sold it. So, Roberto, man, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's an honor. So let's um, let's start with you, man. Let's do a quick intro, right? How'd you get into real estate? What were you doing before? And then we'll, we'll roll right into the show. Yeah, so uh, I got into real estate. Um, my wife actually pitched it to me. Um, I was in the healthcare field for about 10 years. Uh, I was in the military for four years, got out, got my bachelor's in science, hit a peak with the healthcare field, did a, a few interviews. And then my wife, uh, she... She was like, well, you know, you should look into doing real estate. I think you'll do well. And here I am now. Started, uh, uh, been in real estate for a year and four months now. Nice. So when you got into real estate, um, coming in from the beginning, was it, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm dedicated. I'm going to figure it out. Or were you still a little bit nervous or hesitant to jump into the field? Um, I was a little hesitant uh, just because I was juggling with my son. They, they went to virtual. So then I was juggling his virtual, mm. you know, classes and then trying to get started with real estate. Okay. Do you feel like um, you're working the, you know, the healthcare and like pharmaceutical? I don't know if it was pharmaceutical, but the health healthcare side, do you feel like that helped you at all in the transition as far as something you could bring into real estate or was it two completely different things? It was, I mean, the two completely different things, if anything, just a little bit like customer service. But other than that, it was completely diff different. Okay. So walk me through and walk everybody through maybe your first couple of months as a realtor. And then, um, you know, wherever you joined the team along that line. Yeah. So my first couple of months, it took me approximately six months to get my first deal. It was through a buyer. The, the gentleman who actually took the pictures for my business card, that was that was the first deal I got as a buyer. Um, and then I went a, a long period uh, until January. So this was November, the first deal I got as, on the buying side. And then January, my uh, brother-in-law bought a house. Um, so that was my second deal. So there was a, a lot of gap there too. And then um, I actually took uh, Loida's boot camp like in February, approximately. So she introduced, uh, introduced, you know, you, and then, uh, I was able to meet Paula. So I actually came on to team BC in mid May, mid May. And then it's, it was much, uh, much more success since I joined. What were some of the things you think that, uh, you had to change or maybe joining the team forced you to change and started giving you success? Oh, uh, specifically for me, it was the point system. The point system, the way it's it's categorized, you know, you're supposed to get at least four points per, per day. So the door knocking really helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, I was able to get a lot of those points through that and then slowly uh, introducing the, uh, the cold calling and how to get points for that. Okay, so when you went the six months before you got that first deal and then you said your brother-in-law bought in January, 
you weren't doing any prospecting or following any of this stuff prior to that before no. you joined the team. Okay. So joining right. the team introduced like a whole completely new system and way of doing things, right? Yes. Did it take you a long time to start seeing results once you implemented everything the right way? Um, you know, I started, um, it took me like two months, maybe three months. I took the boot, uh, the boot camp back in February and then I got my first listing in May from, from door knocking. Wow. That's not that long, you know, cause a lot of realtors, cause you know, you're still newer. How long have you been licensed now? A year and a half, less than two years. Like, yeah. Uh, like a year and four months. You know, a lot of people will tell me almost like, oh, you know, it's going to take a couple months to get a deal. And I tell them, is that really that long? You know, <clears throat> you're brand new. You're starting a business. Everything is new. If it takes you two, three or four months to get a deal, that's not that long. Especially when you talk about like the, the, the commission checks, like what's the average price point for you where you're at uh, in Atlanta? Uh, I would say low, uh, low 300s, high 200s. But like the, 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 the listing I have now that's pending is 375. So there's like, you know, a gap there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you have the average price point. <clears throat> Let's say you make 3% on that. That's pretty good. Even if your broker takes 20, 30%, that's a substantial check for most people. So for people that have to only wait a couple months for that, like I, I don't understand. Um, so for you, um, the implementation of it, it sounds like to me, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> you doing the door knocking and cold calling, maybe it wasn't that difficult. You just started doing it, right? Right. Why do you think, <clears throat> and this is a, a very important question, right? Why do you think it was so simple for you to implement? And when I give this advice to a room of a thousand people, nobody does it. Why? I mean, God, I mean, I think uh, for me, it was like, man, I got to get this ball rolling to, so that way I can provide for my fam. I think that was the, the motivation thing, the motivation that kept me going, and kept doing it regardless of if it was raining or snowing or, or sunny skies. So you would say more like <clears throat> your wife and your kid, kind of that purpose behind it, right? I, I like that word better than, than motivation, but I get what you're saying, right? Yeah. If somebody's listening and they say, well, Roberto, I don't have, you know, a wife and kid. I can't find what moves me. Do you have any wisdom for them or, or advice that you would give them to find that in order for them to, you know, be able to move forward every day like you do? Well, I, if, if they're not in this situation, I mean, I would say, you know, obviously have your goals, your long-term goals and everything you're doing, uh, you know, right now, whether it's door knocking or cold calling, think about that long-term that long-term goal you you want to you know you want to get that way you stay you know in motion without any uh you know hiccups of not prospecting because uh, you would attribute that as the most important thing is just your consistency you show up every day you knock the doors you make the calls you do what you're supposed to do and because of that you're getting the results right 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 i guess the follow-up question and this is a key distinction that people can make would you consider yourself a person who more is motivated by like having your back against the wall and like um, maybe you want to get away from pain or do you find yourself pleasure driven or like the goal or the, the, the shiny object attracts you? Which one do you think you are? I think um, the, the, the shiny object keeps me, keeps me moving. Um, being, being against the wall, I, that doesn't do it for me. Cause it's like, I feel like when I'm, when I'm in that position, I'm not prospecting. So, just being consistent with the prospecting, I'm looking forward to, 
to the next the next deal or the next wave of deals you know yeah and i think they, they classify that going away from pain or towards pleasure so you would say you're more yeah. of a towards pleasure type of person and i'm bringing that up because i think it's important a lot of people they don't realize what what really moves them and you know when i started out for sure went towards pleasure but also i noticed that you know getting away from pain motivated me too so it was almost like both of them you know definitely more towards pleasure and that's why I always tell people, and I don't know if you did this, you can add to this. Like, if you look at a lot of my newer stuff, I always carried pictures with me and I had them on the wall, you know, of nice suits. It wasn't just money, but it was symbols to me that were important. Things that I wanted to accomplish, who I wanted to be, right? Do, do you have stuff like that? And did you, you know, keep a diary? Did you do any of that basic stuff that, you know, you always hear in the videos, oh, do this, focus on your goals. Like, do you do any of that stuff or no? Um, the I, I need to start the, the diary so I don't have the diary yet but some of the things uh, that I do is like I write what my goals are in the next six months and then I go over those uh, at least twice a week just to keep myself you know on track with with my schedule cool so now you you told us how the beginning went give us an update now like how have the last maybe you know 90 or 120 days looked at for your business and what does the next 30 60 days look like so we can get an idea of where you started and kind of where you're at now yeah so um in may i got my first listing um from door knocking that i was already in touch with uh with paula with team bc um so i i was able to get uh after that deal, I door knocked around that neighborhood, my first listing, and I found a gentleman uh, who wanted to sell that. And so I presented that off that house to my to my first listing. Nice. So he bought it, um, double ended that deal. And then uh, I got I jumped on to Team BC in June. Uh, I helped the family sell and then they purchased. Um, and then let me see, I have a buddy of mine who who um, wanted me to sell his house um, and then like this this month has been the best month for me since I started real estate I have uh, one current listing that's getting ready to go under contract in, in the next couple of hours and then uh, I got another listing for December 1st and then another one that's going to go live uh, this month on the 29th. So uh, three deals here in the next 30 to 35 days, um, you know, going live with listings um, and just, you know, keep doing that. I, I, keep, I keep doing the prospecting. So I should have another three or four deals in the next, um, I would say 60, 65 days. Awesome, man. And that's good to hear because, you know, the average agent is only selling like three or four or five houses a year. So for you to do that in a month this quickly is, is amazing. Are you mostly 100% like listing focused? Like do you just go after listings and that's really what you focus on? Yes, that's that's like my, prim my primary goal out of the since the year began. I was actually doing the list. Um, five of my deals were listings and two of my deals were from the buying side. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. So what would you say is your biggest like lead sources right now? I know you mentioned you go door to door and you do some calls. Is there a specific type of niche that you're focusing on or what do you, what does that look like? Um, no, I mean, 
the the thing I, I do mostly is now I'm implementing more cold calling. Um, and that's that's helped. I target those for sale by owners. Um, the thing that I like to do is always use like those big signs and then with my information. Uh, and that's the, I mean, I haven't gotten to the hundred percent of the information, but this last listing, this current listing that I have live, the lady called me and said, um, that her daughter, um, was keeping an eye on me. So I don't, I guess still got to get all the stuff, the full story because it's in the same city where I recently closed the deal. So if I had a guess, it was probably from that sign. Mm. Wow. That's funny. Um, let's see, you've been doing your thing. What, what's next? Right. Obviously, I think you're at a point now where your business is growing. You're getting consistent deals. What do you think is the next thing that you have to conquer? And, you know, what does the future look like for you in regards to growing your business and your brand? Uh, for me, um, God, you know, that's a good question. I, um, you know, my goal, my goal is just to get more deals, to be honest with you, Brian. I mean, this is the first month that I've had like three deals within the last next, next 30 days, next 35 days. Um, if I could, if I could keep this going, keep getting another three every month, um, I, I'm definitely going to have to hire, uh, like an assistant, at least, uh, in, in my state that way they have access to the forms and I don't have to, you know, send them the specific forms I use. Cool. So keeping your production up and, and scaling your business and leveraging, that's kind of what it sounds like, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome, man. Um, social media, right? I've been seeing you post a lot more stuff on social media. It's cool to see how active you've been, you know, showing listings and that kind of stuff. How has that been working for you? It's been great, you know, because anytime I post a, a video or uh, in social media, uh, randomly I'll get text like shortly after that, that's posted nice. or, um, you know, yeah, stuff like that. So I, I get a lot of I get some text messages to from people who are interested in, in getting some some real estate done. Nice. Was it a little difficult for you in the beginning or challenging to do the video or was it just kind of a natural thing for you to get? No, into? it was it was definitely challenging. I think <laughs> my first couple of videos, it took me like 20 takes. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, man. Um, but you realize the importance of it. So it kind of gets you to, to push through and say, OK, I have to do this because you know, you look at like what we sold, um, that mansion, right. The $1.9 million one. Imagine if we never did video for that and we never really put pictures or anything on the internet, nobody would have any clue that, you know, you helped us sell a $2 million house. Right. Right. Now what people don't realize too, is now your level of prestige and their eyes just went up. They're like, Oh, he was involved in like a sale of a $2 million house. And the message you're like, Oh man, I thought you were new. Now all that goes out the window and they look at you like the real deal because your name was associated with that. Well, how else are we supposed to let the world know unless we put it on social media, right? Right, right. Did you have any specific responses to that from people, like when you posted that? Because it must have been cool to take a video in front of the house with your sign and see a big, you know, it, the house was far in, you know, so they could probably see it, but like, damn, that's a big house, you know? Like, how was the response from people with that one? Oh, man, it was it was really good. I mean, some of, some of the friends I'm, I'm helping purchase something, they were like, well, you know, what are you going to do when, when it sells or what are you going to buy? You know, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, look, I got to, we, I got to sell it first, you know, before anything, yeah. before anything. Uh, and as a matter of fact, when I, the current listing that I have that that's live, 
uh, the, I was getting, I got like three or four, maybe five different objections from, from the listing appointment. But the lady, uh, the lady, uh, she saw that, she saw that listing. She was like, oh, did you, that one was 1.3, right? And I was like, no, that one was 1.83. So she said she was very, uh, she really liked what I've done. She liked my, my resume, in other words. So nice. that really helped a lot. Yeah. And now any price point under that, you know, we know that the public incorrectly thinks that, oh, if you sold a $10 million house, you can sell a $300,000 house, but we're never going to change that. So now you have more, you know, ammo in your gun to say, Hey, your house is worth a million. I've already sold a $2 million house. So this is easy, right? Again, that's not the proper way to think about it. But again, we have to be able to balance knowing the truth and also understanding how people think. Right. So we can present the information to help them make a decision. And I'm sure that helped a lot with you getting the listing because she said, oh, you did that. It was a great job. I was impressed. You think you would have gotten that listing if you had not sold that house and she saw it or no? Probably not. Probably not. I think it, it definitely puts you, or at least I feel it puts you in a, in a different category. It's like, all right, so he, he did it with that one. He, if we pay him 6% or 3%, like, He's going to get it done. You know, I'm going to get more value from him yeah. just because he's able to, you know, get other higher price points. Done. Yeah. It's like a big vote of confidence for them, huh? Yes. Yeah. So from the beginning, when you like, I want to talk a little bit about this from the beginning, when you got in contact with that person, did they already know that you represented that home or did they find out later? No, they, they already knew. They already knew okay. because, uh, the, she she told me this last night, so it's, it's it's news to me. She said that her daughter was keeping an eye on me, so she she already knew about that home, uh, that mansion. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Very, so cool. Very cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. But it just goes to show how one sale can lead to more and help you get more. So you can literally use that and say that one deal is now getting me more. Right. right. And I think a lot of people when I tell them, just get that first deal, get that first listing, because you never know what that's going to turn into. You can open house it. You can market it online, right? People are watching. You can put it on social media and it can lead to so much more business, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm excited, man. You're doing really well. And I think the future is going to be really sweet for you. Um, do you have plans on when you grow to that point, maybe wanting to graduate into a leadership role? Or do you think you're just going to be a single agent doing a hundred transactions a year? No, I think I, I definitely want to graduate into a leadership role just because um, I feel like I can I can help a lot of agents in a way that you know be, before I was with Team BC I wasn't getting enough enough information or wasn't guided the right direction you can say so I definitely like to you know change that and for new agents that actually really want it to provide you know my uh, my experience of how I got my first deals and stuff like that so I think that would be very useful. Oh yeah. Well, we need a, an Atlanta, Georgia team leader. So maybe we'll have to have you step up, bro. Recruit, <laughs> Cause I, I definitely want to get back out there and do another lunch and learn too. Cause Atlanta is really a, a beautiful city for sure. Yeah. Cool, man. Any uh, last words before we wrap up any tips, tricks, anything you want to shout out, any new things you have going on that you want to let the world know? Uh, no, nah, not yet. Um, you know, at this point, um, I feel like I'm just getting more more traction than than ever before, and uh, I have to thank you guys, Team BC, Paula, obviously, and you know it's just a you know a complete shift from from my first couple months in real estate to 
to now. I'm like, man, I should have just joined since the beginning, you know? <laughs> Love it, man. It's been cool to see you grow. You know, you and a lot of the people on the team have just been exploding. Like even on Instagram, it's like every day I'm getting tagged in like two or three listings and sales. I'm like, damn, it's like every day now, like it's getting crazy. And we don't have that many members yet, right? We have 30, 35 agents. We, we don't have hundreds. So I can't imagine when we get to like 50 or a hundred, how many, you know, sales we're really going to be pushing. So I'm excited to see what like the next 12 to 24 months looks like. Cause you guys are really doing well. I'm excited. Yeah. Just keeping at it. Oh yeah. All right, man. Thanks for jumping on the show. Um, anything you want me to share, just pass it to me, like your Instagram handle or, you know, your website, and I'll put it in the description on the YouTube video and also on the, the podcast. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. We'll see you, everybody. Peace out. Team BC sponsored Modern Success. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace.